I wholeheartedly agree about this uh, Brian Hartline line. Yeah, um, he is. He's uh, pretty incredible what he's doing, man. Yeah, apparently this Noah Rogers guy just feels like donating some stars to Brian Hartline without seeing the field. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. I mean, listen, all I know is that we put up the numbers recruiting, and then I just kind of forget about them unless they're on the field. Well, I got good news for you. Uh, you got some stars coming to the field. Now, they're, they're not all going to play, and it's going to no. be a bloodbath heading towards the transfer portal, but the best will survive. So Ohio State is going to have the best that the room has to offer still on the field, and then the rest are going to try to revive their careers elsewhere. Um, with the Arch. Yeah, with the uh, – yeah. Um, Arch and Bijan and Quinn. Well, Bijan will be gone. Yeah, as will Quinn Ewers. But um, Probably. I uh, uh, this uh, this Arch Manning news really hinders my uh, my ability to cheer against Texas, with specifically because of their Texas's back notion. Uh-huh. I'm kind of kind of concerned that uh, they might actually be serious this time. Yeah, I think. Their defense is not good. That's the problem. Um, and it's not like Arch, like Texas is going to be good next year. I don't think they're going to be all that great. Um, but when Arch Manning's in town, re- recruits are going to want to play with Arch Manning. He is the third tied for first highest rated prospect ever. That's just because he's perfect. He has a perfect prospect rating. And just so mm-hmm. happens that the other two were Quinn Ewers and Vince Young, all Texas. And Ohio well, State, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, yeah that's right. Hey, hey, the, yeah. The, those handoffs against Michigan State were very, very important. Listen, who's to, who's to say if those handoffs went wrong that Ohio State wouldn't have blown that 63 to nothing lead yeah. or whatever the score was? 56-7. You're not you're, you're, yeah, you're not giving Close. Michigan State enough yeah, yeah. Yeah, closer on. than you even thought. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um I I I can't believe that I, I really, really thought Arch Manning was gonna go to either Bama or Georgia. Which by the way, this helps for the diversity of football because uh Georgia and Bama are already two of the top four teams in the country, presumably. Now, Georgia's defense is going to have problems, I think, uh, although they will eventually figure out those problems because whoever is replacing all those draft picks will also become draft picks someday, but just not immediately. So, um, look, and Alabama and Georgia also are both going to recruit great quarterbacks. Georgia's quarterback room is already stacked. In fact, Stetson Bennett coming back just kind of clutters it up even more, but they'll be fine. Uh, They'll get excellent recruits just because they're going to be people scratching and clawing their way to try to get into their buildings, but they'll be fine. But I am very interested. And then, wait a minute, Texas is going to the SEC. So now this just, this just raises even more hell. This is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Texas, Texas being back is good for the sport just because I I love when Texas is good. I love it. But, um, I just wanted to, you, you mentioned Georgia. 
they may have their defensive tackle, big number 88, Jalen Carter. He may be better than anybody on their defense last year. Like, he, he didn't really play all that much last year, but everything I've read about him, everything I've seen from him, because I've been, listen, listen here, I've been grinding the tape on all these teams. I'm, I'm going to be having win totals for every Power 5 team coming out and for my best group of fives. I've been grinding tape. This is Jalen Carter, kid. He is, I believe, he's a sophomore this year, so. But he's going to be one of those players of like, yeah, like he, he probably could have been the number one pick if he could have came out this year. Like, kind of like how we said with uh, Will Anderson last year and how we say with every other prospect ever. Like, he could have been the number one pick. He, he's a dog. I just want to, I just wanted to know. No, that. no, no. Will, and- Will Anderson would have been the number one pick. Oh, yeah. With, Will Anderson without, without yeah, pause. It would have been close. Oh, my gosh, dude. The, the, the Jaguars would have loved to tell Trayvon Walker to go yeah, they, kick it. Yeah, they, yeah, so the Jaguars took the fifth-best player on that Georgia defense, number one. <laughs> I, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no kidding, fifth-best player. Speaking of Ohio State recruiting, Dylan Raiola, the quarterback from Arizona in the 2024 class, he was just upgraded to the number one quarterback in 2024, and on three has him as the best player in 2024. Oh, on three, no, yeah. Uh, get with the real service. Get with rivals. Come on, what are we doing? I, I, I never three. liked rivals. I've I've always preferred on three or 24/7. I don't know. My dad always looked at rivals, so that's just why. That's because I, it used to be the big thing back then. Rivals used yeah. to be the site. Let's well, see what, they, they yeah, let's see what Rivals has the rankings. They did just rearrange their rankings. Um, Rivals did, and uh, they have Dylan Raiola shooting up twenty five spots from 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 twenty eight to three. Um, they have my guy Lloyd Carr's grandson CJ Carr. He jumped up a few spots. He's now at fifteen. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm liking this. Uh, by, so by the way. Have you noticed that Louisville has been, like, secretly good at recruiting? What's their NIL deal going? Papa John's. Oh. I think Shaq opened up the Papa John's money again because Papa John's no longer in the picture. He's out eating 300 pizza. Yeah. He's there. He's just hiding himself. To uh, He's making a business decision. I haven't been on Rival's site in years. Their site sucks. Oh. You're a hating ass hater. It's just the recruiting rankings. That it's just not. It just doesn't look good. Like on three is better. Twenty four is it two hundred four? No, it's twenty four seven. That makes more sense. Yeah. Someone tried <laughs> telling me. Someone tried telling me it's two hundred forty seven sports today. I'm like, no. <laughs> <it could be." laughs> there was like that one percent in my brain. Like, I mean, it could be. Uh. Because I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it out loud. Gosh. They have. But Rivals has Dylan Raiola as the number three prospect. Let's see what 24-7 has. Man, I hope Dante Moore goes to either Texas A&M or Oregon just so I can tell myself that he was always going to go just chase the NIL no matter what. Because uh-huh. if, if he lets a recruit who's beneath him in the class, in, in he's in a lower class, meaning he's younger, so Dante Moore will get to campus sooner 
If he's letting that guy scare him off, I mean, come on, dude. You both should be. You'll have the but, upper hand on him. Excuse me. 24-7 has Dylan Rayola as the number one prospect. Excuse me, as well. Gosh. That's I right. am. Whew. I, I say it has to have the number one 2023 class now, right? I they think, have. I think they do now. Yeah, they do. On, on three, they do. Um, so I'm just going to assume they are everywhere because, I mean, let's see. Ohio State has two five stars, ten four stars, and a three star so far. Notre Dame has one five star, eleven four stars, and three three stars. Yeah, we really give the four star. The problem with Notre Dame is that, uh, well, being a fan of Notre Dame and following recruiting to any level, the problem with that is Notre Dame, for whatever reason, and I have no idea why this is the case, all of, like, half of Notre Dame's class commits, like, a year and a half in advance before signing day. Like, they get a lot of very, very early recruits. So, I have to spend the, the following year and a half leading up to signing day Kind of just waiting around and like, oh, we're in someone's top five. Oh, they went Ooh. to an SEC school, so it's 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 tough. But you know what? We have I'll our live. first uh, first Woj bomb of the night. Okay, what we got? Not really, but it's so all day. It's been Jabari Smith is going to be the number one pick. He just yeah. tweeted out that Duke's Paolo Banchero is now the front runner to be the number one overall pick. What a so whoever mistake. bet on Paolo after Jabari Smith's odds went up to, like, minus 10,000. Good for you. What a mistake. Really? Let me hear it. Okay. Uh, Paolo Banchero, despite the fact that he was a quarterback in high school, I was watching his highlights earlier today. Uh, he's just like a tight end. I think Jabari Smith, despite the fact that I think Jabari Smith has horrible shot selection. I was watching his highlights today. Now, he was making a bunch of these shots, but he's taking the goofiest shots and frequently against people smaller than him. So I, I, I question his ability to shoot that well from deep, uh, pulling up in somebody's face when he has Andrew Wiggins guarding him or something like that. So I think that Jabari Smith, however, he just looks more athletic. Right. He's uh, he's more fluid. He kind of he runs really well for a big guy. Palabanchero and he and by the way, I should mention that Jabari Smith shot, I believe, forty two percent from three. Palabanchero, yeah, exactly. uh, I believe, thirty three percent from three. Not great. In addition to that, he's kind of like Gronk, where he kind of just beats you with size. He doesn't he doesn't look very athletic, although I'm quite sure he is. But yeah. in a league that drafts based off athleticism and kind of and also just with power forwards being minimally and minimally uh useful in the in the NBA kind of post Steph Curry I think Steph Curry despite the fact I've said despite the fact like seven times in a sense um Steph Curry is quite good however I think his three-point shooting is kind of damaged basketball because I think everybody else thinks that they can be Steph Curry, and then it's just like a, a garbage performance that watch. But uh, I, I don't even know where I was going with I, that. I, I do agree with you that Jabari Smith is the better player. Looks more athletic. Looks more athletic. They're the same size, only Paolo is like 40 pounds heavier. 
But, um, and, like, I agree, because Jabari, he, he shoots the three well, and he, he, made, he takes weird shots, but he almost had to, because Auburn's guards weren't worth shit last year. So mm-hmm. he was kind of, he had to kind of take over. But Paolo, the thing I like about him most is he has the most upside because he he could take over a game like nobody else. Like against Texas Tech in the final minutes of that game in the Elite Eight. And I had Texas Tech as my national champion. I thought they were the best two-way team in the country. He just dominated. So you could you could I could see the argument for both players going number one. I think those are the only two players I would take number one. I would be hesitant to take, to take Chet Holmgren just because he's going to put on the size. Like, that's just, it's just not an option for him to stay his size. But I just – it's – there's just something about him. Even, even though he's so technically sound and all the experts agree, like, he is the fundamentally the best player in this draft, he's just – they just – they're like – him going up against Dwight Howard might be an issue. Yeah. Um, Somebody at Dwight Howard's. Again, like, Dwight Howard's aren't coming into the league anymore. But there are, there are some big motherfuckers in the NBA. Uh, yes, there are. Yeah. And Chet Holmgren needs to get on that Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, training regiment, yeah. whatever he did to basically add 50 pounds of muscle after he got into the league. Uh, Yeah, I think that uh, going back to slandering Paolo Banchero, I think that that, uh, that center that's coming out of Duke, is his name Mark Williams? Yes. I think that guy is going to be a more valuable draft pick than Paolo. I think that now, again, there are basically four. It's like a Mount Rushmore this year. It's right. uh, Jabari Smith from Auburn, Paolo Banchero from Duke, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, and Jaden Ivey, uh, who I think could be the, the John Morant of this draft uh, from from Purdue. And then it is a significant drop-off after that. So I uh, – I'll trade a mock draft before this starts. I, uh, I'm not saying Mark Williams is going to be Dwight Howard, but I think – he looks like he could be a very, very serviceable, athletic big man, kind of like a Robert Williams out of Texas A&M, uh, a shot blocker, uh, a rebounder, glass cleaner type guy. I think you can get a lot of value out of him more than you can drafting Paolo Banchero with any sort of expectation that he's going to be a star for your team. I, I really don't like power forwards, man. Just Marvin Bagley has been – well, I think he's been significantly – well, actually, no, that was Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac was the one who's had, like, injuries every single year, like John Wall, basically. But mm-hmm. I uh, – Mar- Marvin ba- – Paolo Banchero kind of reminds me of Marvin Bagley, not just because they went to Duke, just fundamentally they're all right, but, like, they don't wow you with athleticism. And I feel like those guys aren't built to be stars. I don't think we're going to have another – era where a Tim Duncan just tears through the NBA by being fundamentally sound. I, right. which is, which is why I prefer Jabari Smith, even though I'm not entirely sold on him. If, if I had the number one pick, man, if I, 
and I, I guess you kind of got to balance out what you already have on your team. So this is kind of arbitrary just to say this, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I really like Jaden Ivey. And if not him, then I guess Chet, just because the, the upside is so crazy because of right. his bag of skill, his bag, as everyone likes to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's totally overused. But just because he has, he has so much to his game. Now, again, drafting someone first overall with the intent of them – being a project is not a great idea, but I, I would prefer him to Paolo or uh, Jabari. But Jaden Ivey is the one who I'm really, really into. Yeah. Um, this mock draft I'm looking at now, I'm look, I just skipped ahead to the Cavs. And this one doesn't have them taking Malachi Brandon. What's going on here? Well, they must have some real people in the executive offices and not just a bunch of fans. What the hell is this? Where, where is Malachi Brandon going in this draft? Anywhere? Is he going at all? They have EJ uh, Liddell going before him. That's... They have him going 23 uh, to Philadelphia. That is a mistake to have mm-hmm. EJ Liddell going above Malachi Branham in this draft. Good. Oh, Palabancho, your stupid purple suit. What the hell is that? Did he just get picked? No, no, they were just showing some of these guys in there. And, and you're going to be ahead of me because I, once again, am on the ESPN website feed as I hook up this HDMI to my TV to watch this. And I, they're um, just Adam Silver's at the podium right now. EJ um, Liddell going to the Bulls. EJ uh, Liddell, like, I like him. I think he could, he could accidentally be really good. But I feel like all his success came just because he was so much bigger than everyone. And that is he was not bigger, going to stronger. Is. He was just bigger and stronger than everyone. But you, you're not uh, going to be bigger and stronger than everyone. Still- uh, What's that? I uh, my volume was on forty on my TV. Uh, <laughs> um, but you're not going to be a six-seven forward and being bigger than everyone in the NBA. That's not going to happen. Every forward is six-seven. Yeah. That's uh, and like he's got a nice little like turnaround yeah, game sort of deal that I yeah. like. Where, but again, I like I kind of see him as being maybe a Bobby Portis, like a at all, like a power forward. But again, I don't think right. power forwards are meant to be stars nowadays, unless you're a dead eye from three, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they, and this this has nothing to, not to go all skip Bayless Mike McCarthy here, but when have you ever seen a uh, like seen a dead eye three point shooter who's a power forward who is as thick as EJ Liddell is? Like I, I don't know, it, J- Jared Sullinger wasn't shooting threes. Oh, I did good comparison. Yeah, but he only had a little bit of a career. He kind of hung around for a it's he got bit. Really fat. Uh, yeah. That was his problem. Yeah. I'm just so anti He had a couple forward. decent seasons with the Celtics. He had a couple 13.8 rebound seasons with the Celtics. Hmm. It's so obvious to me that Jaden Ivey is the best player. Is This is my John Morant moment. Because for those of you who have paid attention to this podcast, you well know uh, I make jokes, plenty of them, uh, targeted at Zion Williamson, and will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. I uh, 
I uh, definitely. What on earth? Okay, I uh, I definitely think that Jaden Ivey is going to be. I'm just so convinced that he's going to be the best player to come out of this draft, or, really or at least of the major picks. May, maybe yeah, there's he, someone who sneaks up on us, but Nicola uh, Joker. Oh the my other. gosh, dude! I haven't even uh haven't even seen him play, and I'm already convinced that he's no, going to be I'm a star. Convinced. Blake Wesley, he's that's the guy. No, that is not that is not the guy at all. Um, oh. He uh, foolishly decided to come to the NBA after one year. Man, Wait he's going to get. There's like what? Kenny Lofton Jr. in this draft. Yes, yes, there is. No, ah, no relation. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, well, I care a lot. I know Ron that. Harper's kids in this draft. Yeah, uh, Rutgers Ron Jr. Out of Rutgers, Rutgers yeah. Get that half court shot this year. He's a a decent player, I think. Well, that's that's the guy that we played in um uh, in uh the playing game. I think he could be a solid player. I think uh, I, I, I agree only just because his father was Ron Harper. I agree just because he made Rutgers halfway decent. Yeah, he did. Now they kind of there's a player. So there there's a player, Shadon Sharp in this draft. Yeah. This mock has him going nine to San Antonio. He was a five star, one of the highest rated recruits in his class. He went to Kentucky. Never played at Kentucky. Was academically ineligible and is still going to be a lottery pick. How in the world are you academically ineligible? All oh, right. my gosh. Roses on my screen. Get him off. I don't want to know. Boo. Boo. Uh, my clock says 340 on the countdown. What about you? 325. All right. So you're about 10 seconds ahead of me. We'll, oh, yeah. uh, uh, ESPN. I think it's going to be Paolo. Regard, dude, the Magic are so bad. Like, oh, yeah. have you have you gone through their roster and looked at it? They are horrible. Cole Anthony was pretty good last year. I got a Magic roster. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to try and get rid of Mo Bamba at some point. Franz Wagner wasn't bad last year. Um, Wendell Carter, Markel Fultz has been a decent player for them. Jonathan Isaac sucks, and it's annoying. He's uh, Jalen Suggs was also Jaylen constantly Suggs was, There's still something there. Oh, they have both the Wagner Wagner brothers. Yeah, they um. I thought they just had Franz. Gary Harris, I like him. I thought Jalen Suggs was the one who was terrible, and then Jalen Green was good. Or was it the Jaylen, other way like around? Jalen Suggs, I just said, like, I'm not, I'm not going to call his career what it is after one season. But I still what, liked him a lot. What What would you call it after one season? Um, room for improvement. <laughs> a lot of room for improvement. Significant Gosh, room for improvement. Uh, you can't shoot 21% from three. No, uh, no, you can't. Can't shoot 36% from the field. Can't Dude, there are so many guys. Marvin Beck, Mo Bamba, I just realized, Jackson. still exists. Oh, yeah. Great song. Man, yes. Um, all right, let's see. The starting – man, this is going to be 
a game that I would suck at. If every time a team came up to draft, I had to name their starting five, I would be so bad. I don't even think I could name the Cavs starting five right now. Um, Here we go. All right, you're 10 seconds ahead of me, so I'm going to – I'm on mute, so I, I'm, I'm reading the TV. I'm not watching the TV. Get your lizard what? ass out here. Yep, Paula. Oh, I shouldn't spoil them. I won't spoil them from now on, but <laughs> that's an outrageous suit, man. He's got some like little it's where are those on his suit? See, this is why Woj is stupid like diamonds? for tweeting whatever he tweeted this morning. Or he's oh it's set in stone. Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren. Then uh Usually when it's tweeted like that morning, like usually that that like I didn't even think that Jabari Smith wasn't going to go number one after that was tweeted this morning. Well, the Magic are going to suck forever. Yeah, poor Paolo. He's still living in Orlando. That sucks. Yeah, I think it would just be just fine. Okay, and you know the draft hats—they're not—they're not bad. They're not great this year. They're not bad, not great. They can do so much better. The NBA they, needs to say screw it and get a spark, our, uh, sponsorship started again and just start making starter gear. Is starter still a thing? Probably. Bring back starter jackets. Oh, start. I have I have a Cavs starter jacket, a winter jacket that's fucking awesome. I have an Indians pullover starter jacket. I think it's the only stuff. I'm a, obviously the, the most famous one is the old Charlotte Hornets one, which I want. Uh, no. Don't he just meant. He just reminds me of Gronk. Like he's just overpowering, and I don't. Yeah, think he's gonna have to the... learn to that. He's gonna have to learn that he's not gonna be able to do that to I don't know LeBron James. But yeah, you see, his NBA comparisons are Ben Simmons and Michael Beasley. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. Well, Michael Beasley. He's good. good. Yeah, he's a good player. Man, he – um. see, physicality – I do not want to see physicality as your number one feature of your right. game if you're going to draft it. Not in this – Why are all these ads playing? <laughs> what uh, what are you watching ESPN on? garbage-ass website. Well, so am I, but – Every time I'm on oh. ESPN – that I don't want to hear. Let's see. Number two, Oklahoma City. So Woj tweeted out that he thought it was going to be um, Jabari Smith, Chet, and Paolo, uh, one, two, three. So I'm curious to see if Oklahoma City says, tells Chet, uh, you, you're 110 pounds if we don't want you. We're going to take the other guy. Um. Well, Josh Giddy needs a running mate, and I don't know – Gosh. All right. Well, well, you know what? Let's play the game. This is going to be the first edition. Hey. Uh, name, so I want you to go to the basketball reference page for the Oklahoma City Thunder this past year and just go to go to their roster and then just uh, pick, the, pick the minutes per game category and just rank them there, and I'll try to guess the top five. Okay. Um, because – 
it is going to be a challenge for me to just name five players in general, let alone the top five on the team. Okay, so uh, I I so in the top five it's not it's not in order because there's some players that have four games started, like Xavier Simpson is averaging forty three and a half minutes per per game and he played four games. Okay, so we won't count him obviously. But but I, I can okay, I can see what's going I okay, I got this. But right, um so Josh Giddy, there's one. Is uh do they still have uh Shea Gilgis Alexander? Yes. Okay. Um now we're in trouble. Man, what an irrelevant team. <laughs> well when they lost their stars, dude, they kinda just faded into oblivion. Even when Chris Paul was there. Which by right. the way, for those of you who don't remember, Chris Paul was on the Thunder. <laughs> um He sure was. The pick is in. Who would who would their big man have been? I I, I need help. Who I don't even know three? a couple of these guys. Who do we have? Uh, we have Shea, uh, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Aaron oh, Wiggins, man. and Darius Baisley. Who are the other two? I've never heard of those guys. Aaron Wiggins, I believe, is Andrew Wiggins' brother. Well, I guess. And, but... um, the other guy, I just lost the list, Darius Baisley, is 21 years old. He averaged 10 points, 6 rebounds. Good for him. He's from Sharon, Sharonville, Ohio. Oh. I don't, even, I don't know where Sharonville, Ohio is. I'll tell you what. I kind of like this Benedict Mathern guy uh, from Arizona. Mm. I think – they uh, they played a really close game in the in March Madness that I was watching, and he looked like an athletic freak. Arizona, I saw that. I, it's frauds. I think no that's who. I'm, yeah, is, is, right. is, is he is he number zero for Arizona? I believe Nothing. so. Okay, then I'm thinking of the right guy. All right, here we go. The pick. All right. Thank you. Uh, it's not going to be Jaden Ivey, but it should be. I would like... All right. Um, they've been showing Jabari. So ESPN, let's see if they spoiled it. Oh, no. The... Maybe Woj does know. What it... Hey, pull out your camera, Dave. Pull out your camcorder. Capture <laughs> the moment. Uh, okay. Uh, I support this pick because after this little exercise we just did, I have no idea who their big men are. I don't know. Excuse me, I don't know anybody. This guy was high school teammates with Jalen Suggs. Are you kidding me? Mm. Prep school. Jalen Suggs, former Ohio State uh, recruit. Quarterback recruit. Yes. From, now uh, I got Woj's Twitter account up on my thing just in case trades because there's a lot of Kyrie Irving's mad. Not happy about his situation, if you could believe that. Um, there's some D'Angelo Russell rumors going around. Um, oh, my gosh. I feel like I saw others. Uh, there was Last night, there was a DeJounte Murray for um, John Collins rumors going around. Those kind of died down. And, hmm. John Collins, that athletic freak in uh, Atlanta? Yeah. Three, we got Houston. They just traded Christian Wood to the uh, to the Dallas Mavericks. 
Uh, he's a, uh, what's he, a power forward type thing? Yeah, he's good. I like him a lot. My goodness. All right, Houston. Do you have any trivia questions for me? Why We can just do that now. Ah, crap, I don't. Okay, I got some. Gosh darn I've been thinking about the draft this entire time. That's fine. All right. But I got uh, oh, all right. Um, yeah, I this this will be okay because I'll I'll try to come up with some questions that uh, are are on an even level. Well, these oh, are, gosh, these are going to be really hard. Two of them are NBA draft questions, or not NBA, not NBA draft questions, but the the phrasing of the question involves the draft, and then the other one is college football one. Similar to the one I gave you last week, but different question, obviously. Uh, I guess we'll start with that one. Put these coaches in order for most career wins. Urban Meyer, Bob Stoops, Gary Patterson. Um, And like last time, they're they're very close to each other. The difference between number one and number three is ten games. Oh my gosh! Urban padded his stats so hard at Ohio State, but he. Gosh, man, I'm putting Urban last, but uh... Bob Stoops, Gary Patterson, Urban Meyer. So close, Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer, Gary Patterson. Oh man, those but uh, Patterson was there longer, but I guess he just yeah, but TCU is done. Oklahoma and Ohio State and Florida and wherever else Urban Meyer coach are good. Yeah, let me uh Bob Stoops has hundred and ninety one wins, Urban Meyer has hundred and eighty seven, Gary Patterson has hundred and eighty one. Alright. I have the question of all questions for you. Mm. Okay. Well um, let me let me count this up for a second. One, two, three, four, five, Rajon Rondo has played for nine different teams. Name name seven of them. Boston Celtics, Dallas Mavericks, Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Lakers, Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks, and the... Oh, shit. Did he play for the Clippers? I can't remember if you played for the club. I got those six really fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but I, I, will, I will say, you are six for six, but I need you to lock in a seven. Yeah. Let's see. So, obviously started in Boston. He was traded to Dallas, gave up in the middle of the playoffs, was traded to Sacramento. Where do you go after Sacramento? Uh-uh-uh. Uh, I can't remember if he played for the Clippers or not. Let's see, so he bought. He went. Okay, let me try and get this in order. Boston obviously started. Played that one year in Dallas. Oh, Chicago. He played there with. Uh, he went up two two zero on the uh, on the Boston Celtics as the eight or whoever there was the number one seed that year, and then they got. Boston 
You unfortunately I, are correct. Okay, so I got seven, and he played for nine. Let me try and get the other two. Yeah, just for fun. I'm going to say Clippers because I think he did. Uh, you're eight, eight for eight so far. Okay. Let me go out to Chicago. Let me go to the Lakers. Oh, no, he played for um, uh, New Orleans. Nine for nine. People said I didn't know Rajon Rondo. And you did. You, you <laughs> definitely did. Right. Unbelievable. All right, let's get this one. Who is the only number NBA draft? Who or NBA? Who is the number? Who is the only number one overall pick from the 21st century in the Hall of Fame? Um, Houston just selected, by the way. I'm looking. They better. Uh, well, they were given a gift by uh, what's their ki- what's their face is taking Paolo. So. Yeah, all right, Jabari Smith. All right, fine. Don't hate it, but Jaden Ivey still should be the number one pick. Okay. Um. The. Oh, uh, Yao Ming. Correct. All right. Thank goodness. Um. Okay, I am going to kind of piggyback off of that. Uh, which two NBA players went into the Hall of Fame with Yao Ming? Ooh, would that have been Chris Webber and Tracy McGrady? I couldn't tell if that was a final answer or not. I'm going to say so because I had no other guess. No, it was Shaq and Allen Iverson. Ooh. And Yao Ming famously went up there and cracked a practice joke uh, on Allen Iverson. And it was actually kind of good. Kings are on the clock. Okay, this one is this one's a tough question. All right, LeBron James has played with eight number one overall picks in his career. I'll give you three of them because three of them are like he kind of played with them, but he also really didn't. Andrew Bogut, Greg Oden, and Joe Smith. Name the other five. Wow, I um, those are tough. <laughs> Those th- I would not have gotten Joe Andrew Smith. Andrew Bogut signed with the Cavs in 2017, midway through the season. Would played two and a half minutes and broke his leg. Never played <laughs> for the Cavs again. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, no, I was watching it with my roommate in, in Mansfield, and we both looked at each other like, fuck. Because <laughs> it was like we knew it was bad. We're not counting himself, right? Like he didn't play with himself. No, no, no. Five other okay. players. Five other Five other number one overall picks. Uh, we got Shaq and D Rose, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving should have been the first person I named. What am I talking about? Um, might be playing again with him soon. Shaq, yeah, possibly. Shaq, D Rose, Kyrie Irving. Um, did the Kwame Brown train ever make its way to LeBronville? I don't know. Um. Oh my! Oh my gosh! I did. I don't know if Anthony Bennett played with. Did he last? He would have had to have last two plus seasons, like like two seasons in one game. And I don't think he did. I don't think Anthony Bennett made it. Um. 
Okay. Oh, Anthony Davis. Okay, so there's four. Um, oh, and Dwight Howard. That's five. So I guess I uh, know Anthony Bennett. Yep, you got it. Let's go. No, uh, unfortunately, Anthony Bennett and LeBron James never teamed up. <laughs> hey man, could have been a dynamic duo. Hey man, I was I was live in person at Quicken Loans Arena for Anthony Bennett's only career double double. Were you really? Yes, against the Sacramento Kings. Who the pick is in for? Okay. Woj is talking on my screen. I don't know what he's saying. Good, because I uh, I don't want to I don't want any spoilers that he has to offer. I I, I, just, so I, I just so happen to look at his Twitter account right now, and he tweeted it out, so I know who they're picking, but I won't say. Gosh darn it! Why does he do this? He's such an asshat. Um, That's the problem because I have it up on one of my monitors just in case there's a trade because I have my phone doing this. All right, so uh, if you think you're so smart at knowing every team someone played for, I will give you somebody else. By the way, I'm up two to one, so I am poised to win this trivia matchup, something I haven't done in a while. Okay, let's see. Uh, one, let me count how many teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Name, oh, we'll say, uh, we'll say name five of the eight teams Tyson Chandler played for. The New York Knicks, the Houston Rockets, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Chicago Bulls, and the, he played for Phoenix. Oh, they're, they're drafting, I just want to, okay. You just want to um, confirm what you already know? I just wanted to confirm. I just wanted – I'm checking loads of sources. Okay, who did I say? I said Chicago. That's who he got drafted by. He played for the Lakers, what? the Rockets. Oh, my gosh. Dude, the Kings suck. <laughs> I like Keegan Murray. He won me a lot of bets. Chicago, Houston, Lakers, Knicks, and Suns. Oh my gosh! What? Oh, oh, you said the Suns. Uh, you, you are, you are correct. I didn't think you would have gotten the Bulls. I remember you guys. I remember you guys drafted there, or the Suns for that matter. You played with the Suns fairly recently. I think. Uh, yeah, he did. He was um. He was on the team. I remember they threw him an alley-oop on an inbound to, for a buzzer beater. That's right. Time. No, that was the Lakers. Uh, are you sure? I'm pretty well, sure. Let me just look that up on YouTube. I mean, it's Tyson Chan. There's, there's, a, there's a percent chance that he does that multiple times. Well, fair enough. Tyson Chandler, game winner. Tyson Chandler, game Oh, yeah, no, there's one with the Suns. Yeah, he did one with the Suns. And, oh, I thought he did it with the Lakers, too. I must be lying. Oh, I, mean, I remember that. Yes, he and uh, he was also on the team when Devin Booker scored 14 points in the final two minutes to get 70 in Boston. They still lost. Yeah, uh, yeah pretty convincingly, too. Pistons are on the clock. 
A lot of rumors around them with uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, just get I like Jayden Marvin Bagley. I, I like Marvin Bagley. What's what Woj thinking here? I don't care what Woj is thinking here. Keegan Murray. Good for him. We got Jaden Ivey coming out. Who else we got? We got... I already forgot the name of all the prospects after the top five. Um, we got that. Detroit's about to take the best player in the draft. Hmm. About to take Malachi Branham. Already here for him. <laughs> the pride of St. Vincent, St. Mary High School. Oh, I didn't even know that. I, when you texted me, he, that, uh, I didn't even. He's actually from Columbus, but he went to high school, I think, at St. Mary for basketball reasons. Um, but, but players just go to St. Mary's now from Ohio. They'll they'll go there even if they don't if they're not from the area, because obviously they have like the best facilities in the state. Yeah, because they got a, a billionaire. Yeah, wrong. One. They got that Space Jam two money. Yeah. My cousin they, went uh, there to play girls and women's basketball. She transferred there her senior year. Oh, very nice. She's playing JUCO, I believe, somewhere down in Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Um, we are heading into overtime, overtime. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I got to come up with a question here. All right, you know what? I got a question. I think right, I know the answer. I may, I may have to verify my own answer. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll ask anyway, just because I believe I have one. Who did James Harden get his 60-point triple-double against? Jeez. Um, I remember it. I remember it fondly. But not fondly enough to remember who he played. I will, I will say, I just looked it up, and it does confirm who I thought it was. Hmm. Two point triple double. Hmm. Can you give me the year? 2018. Yeah, 18, I think. Probably. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This is hard. I think I'm just going to have to take a stab in the dark here. Hmm. We got 30 to choose. Well, well, I should say 2019 to choose from. The Detroit Pistons. Ah, you picked the wrong top five team. It was the Orlando Magic. Ah, you son of a... I got one for you. Hold on. I just got to make sure I know the answer to this. I'm still mad you got that one Syracuse and Pitt question I threw at you. Oh, yeah. Come on. I remember that game fondly. What was it? It was like 80 to like 70 or something. I think it was like 76, 70, 70 or something like that. 76, 61, something like that. Let me just – let me – let me. Who did Army just play this year where it was like 70 to 56? Wake, Wake Forest? Forest. I had the over, baby. I knew that one. <laughs> you, you saw that coming from a mile away. You oh, yeah. saw 126 points being put up on the board. Oh, yeah. I got a – this seems almost impossible to find. But there's odds. 
Did he ever win? Uh, <laughs> I can't find this. Are we doing Heisman trophies or MVPs? It's hold on. I'm, I don't. I don't know who the Pistons are picking. And it's not, okay. It's gotta be Jaden Ivey. All right. Silver just started speaking. You may only be like five seconds ahead of me. Yeah, I'm a couple seconds. Way to go. I got it. Come Way on, to me, go. Let me. Why can't I find this? Why can't I find this? Yeah, Jaden Ivey's been crying for five minutes. It was kind of <laughs> obvious who they were going to pick. Oh, I got it. Name the first team that Johnny Manziel beat in the NFL as a starting quarterback. Oh, my gosh. Um,. It wasn't the Bengals because I think he got beat by 30 by them. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't the Bengals. I'll give you that one. It certainly was not the Bengals. <laughs> he finished that game 10 of 18 for 55% completion percentage, 80 yards, and two interceptions. 80 yards and two interceptions. Lost uh, a couldn't, – couldn't quite get the victory. A nice 30 to nothing loss. They were all brown uniforms. is disgusting. Or not all brown, but brown jersey, brown pants. Um, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Who did John? Who did Johnny Manziel pick up his first career win against as a starter? As a starter. Okay, so not like he came in. Okay. Gosh, I hope he didn't beat the Steelers. Uh, I don't think he ever you, did. You guys snuck in a. He had two victories in his entire career. I just don't know who they were against. Both um, right, came um, the same season. Yep, that's correct. And then I think he was like 0-2 the next year or something like that. Um, I don't think he was invited back to the team the next year. <laughs> oh, well, the, he must have been 0-2 his first year. He was politely asked to leave. Yes. Pissed out uh, of the Pacers right Yes. And this is where it starts to get interesting in this draft. But I'm going to say it's going to go. be. There you go. Jaden Ivey's NBA comparison, uh, John Moran. I, I've been telling you folks that athleticism out of a point guard, their hair kind of looks the same. Wow. It really looks the same. Hmm. Um. Uh, well, John Moran's 12. He's not 23. But I am going to say, that, man, the first thing that comes to mind is just the Lions. But I feel like that's a really tough call to just pick an NFC team because they rotate all the time. So uh, I'm going to hope that it's not an NFC team. And I'm just going to pick my – what would be an easy AFC? Uh, well – Jacksonville had their problems. Yeah, we'll go Jacksonville. Justin Blackman. Yeah, correct answer was the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Just Here, like eight they, of fifteen, uh, one hundred seventy-two yards, two touchdowns. Just like they beat the Tennessee Titans in the the opening game a couple of years ago. They didn't. They did not do that. <laughs> I was I was told that, that the storm was going to start brewing that day. And, I um, remember because <laughs> uh, Taylor Lewan was suspended because he got popped for PEDs. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was like, Miles Garrett is going to kill Marcus Mariota. He didn't. 
<laughs> he just uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Derrick Henry took a screen pass like seventy yards at some point in that he game. He did after the after the Browns scored a touchdown and like they just got back into the game. I think it was like a one touchdown game at that point. We're like, oh okay, first play seventy yards. And it was, it was because the Browns started off with the ball in that game and they marched down the field and scored a touchdown. They okay. missed the extra point. Did Joe Batonio miss that game as like a last second injury or something like that, or Jack Conklin maybe? Jack Conklin These, wasn't there. Well, actually, yeah, I because I remember um, due to Luan's suspension, like uh, Freddie Kitchens in the post game press conference was like, "Oh man, you know it's it's really hard out there when we don't have our one of our best offensive linemen. It's just, it's so tough." Oh, but then again, I guess Tennessee didn't have their best offensive linemen, so I guess it's actually kind of ah. even. <laughs> just uh, a box score from that game to a, to a bad game happening score. Uh, oh, oh, wow, the paces the paces are moving quickly with this pace. Let's let's, uh, let's see who they pick. They just showed it on my screen. Let's see. Browns, Titans. Oh, I like this guy. Forty three right. to thirteen. Good God. I actually like his suit. And it's kind of a, a it's slightly obnoxious, but not too bad. Give me that box. Man, I remember watching the game with my roommates, and we were like, because there was obviously so much excitement heading into that season, because, you know, we got Odell, Baker, and it was like, it was so, that game was so deflating. Let's see. Baker Mayfield went 25-38 for 285 yards, a touchdown and three picks. Nick Chubb ran for 75 yards. Odell Beckham had 71 yards on seven catches. Landry had 67 yards. David Njoku had a touchdown. Let's see. On the other side, Derrick Henry only held him to 84 yards rushing. Nobody wants to talk about that. Um, Marcus Mariota, 248 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. A.J. Brown, his first game in the NFL, three receptions, 100 yards. Derrick Henry, one reception, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, that's hilarious. I, um... Do we have any sacks? Miles Garrett had two sacks. Larry Ogunjobi, new Pittsburgh Steeler, had one sack. Yeah, he's, uh... All he needs now is a cross off the uh, Baltimore Ravens off his list. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Mar- Marquise Pouncey is very much looking forward to coming out of retirement oh, yeah. to practice against Larry Ogunjobi. Those two uh, uh, seem to get along. Trailblazers are on the clock. They should trade Damian Lillard to Cleveland for fun. That's my take. Ooh, I found this game over the weekend. I haven't played it because I have to pay $30 for that, and I just refuse to do that. It is a very realistic MLB GM simulator. Ooh, that's right up your alley. You were doing those I think it's called Out of the Park Baseball. Like, you manage everything. You don't play the games, but you manage everything. Well, that's wonderful. I'm going to play it. I'm going to get it one of these days, and I'm just going to – I'm going to build a team. We're going to take the Tigers to the World Series. Or somebody, I don't know. Not my Guardians, because the Guardians are, like, the best team in baseball. What was my trivia question to you? 
James Harden oh, so- 50 point triple double. Ah, yes. That was what I'm talking about. We're still right. tied. Yeah, we are. But uh, you know what? We're gonna be we're gonna be on the horn for a little bit longer, so if we can take our time yeah. because uh we are reaching the halfway point of this podcast. Yeah, we're uh so last year we did it where we did uh the just the first who is this Blake Wesley? Uh no, it's Jaden Ivy. Um where we did just we were on the phone podcasting through uh just through the lottery. So uh that's what we're gonna do again this year. So uh so six picks my Cavaliers and, have the fourteenth pick. Yes. So that'll be the grand finale. Uh we got a live reaction and when it's not Malachi Branham, we can hear DJ swear live on the air. Never done that. Yeah, yeah. So much for that Stephen A. Smith rule. Yeah. Only ass damn in hell. And uh, a few others. <laughs> when, when when very upset, a few others. Stephen A. Him and Skip Bayless getting into it, getting into it on social media was awesome. Yeah, and of course Stephen A. Smith had to had to do both things that he's very much known to do. Uh, one, he's known to play the tough guy role uh, and act like everything he says is so important. And when he when he sent out that apology, he's like, "This is all I'm gonna have to. This is all I have to say on the matter." And he sent it out with the with the with authority. And then, and then of course, the other thing that he's always known to do is uh, just shower people with compliments right when he's gonna say something even remotely uncomfortable. And so, uh, so the beginning of his apology was just. I Two love him like a brother. Of fluff. Yeah, he's my brother. Here's everything we did, and then like but one this sentence, man like can't analyze yeah. sports worth a shit. But basically, oh my gosh, I say Warriors won the NBA Finals. Yes, they did. People forget on these airwaves, I gave out Golden State minus nine and a half and plus four hundred, and what did they do? They won by thirteen. That is, in fact, true. Uh, oh, I ended up losing looking... all of that money. I ended up losing all that money because baseball season is very hard. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, I got cry. Uh, the Guardians saved me this weekend, but – and I don't know what the score of the Houston Yankees game is right now. I hope you didn't have the A's today. I did not. Did uh, you see how I, they I lost? I betting on the A's. I did, I had, you have permission to kill them. <laughs> they uh, they had, lost I, in incredible fashion today. I took one of my best bets of the day was Houston money line at the uh, at New York, the Bronx. They're up six three right now. The Yankees are just never going to lose again outside of this game because I said they're not going to win this game. But the Yankees, man, they're they're incredible. It's gonna it's, it's gonna make their inevitable collapse in the playoffs even sweeter. Uh huh. You know it's coming too. All right, you know Portland, it's coming. Got? Oh yeah, Portland. Um, <laughs> um, my uh, breakfast mate for like a semester. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, me and Greg Oden, we'd go to the outlet line and Scott, and we'd sit at the same table. I think I spoke like ten words in total because I was too scared to talk to him. The. Uh... I didn't know what to say to him. The Trailblazers hate players who play basketball. Yeah. Shaden. Oh, this this Austin Powers thing is stupid that they're trying to do here. 
Uh, all right, I'm going to – I got to see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's from Canada. Did you watch the Guardians last night? Did you hear how the Guardians won last night? Uh, no, but I heard that they won or, like, almost lost, then almost won, then almost lost, then almost won or something. So – so we entered the series with minutes. We lost today, so we're tied for first, but we're ahead statistically. But um, they hit. They came into the series um, a game back. They won game one. They went into extras. They had a come. They had a two-run home run in the eighth to tie one of the extras and won it. Last night was one of the most was arguably the biggest roller coaster of a game I've ever had in my life. Emotion-wise for me, because I was just sitting in my apartment watching it by myself. And I, so, Oscar Gonzalez hits a two-run home run in the seventh inning to take a 7-6 lead for the Guardians. And then they bring in this Anthony Castro fella, who may as well not have arms, because he's the worst pitcher <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. He, they tied the game. It was an odd decision for Tito to bring him out. They tied the game. They kept him in. And then Gio Rochella hit a three-run home run. They went up 10-7 to in the eighth inning, I believe. And at that point, I'm like, oh, well, this just isn't going to work. However, the Guardians scored. Uh, they had back-to-back singles to start the ninth inning. Josh Naylor doubled off the wall. Um, Oscar Gonzalez singled in the tying runs. And then Owen Miller had a sack fly to take the lead. And that's how they won. They scored four in the ninth. It was, it was awesome. Do you remember that? Do you remember that one like Twins Yankees series or something like that where everyone was talking about like this is the greatest series of our lives or something like that? It was the one game. The one game was incredible. Yeah, it was like 13 to 12. And it ended on a like diving catch in center field. It was sick. Yeah, and there was like, was it, was the, why am I envisioning like a puddle in center field on the warning track? Was it like raining that night or something? Was there a rain delay? Maybe. But um, oh, I'm supposed to be coming up with a question. So am I. Let me uh, let me go to. I wonder what Kendrick Perkins is saying right now on my TV. Uh, I carry the hell on. I like how he's signing <laughs> off all his tweets like that. Carry on. Yep. Man, That's I gotta He's, he plays a have you played the new two K? Uh, or the one I, that's out right now, the newer one? I I, I I doubt it. I don't think I have. Part of your part of the storyline is Kendrick Perkins is your number one hater. And you have to prove it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The the two best parts of that game is Kendrick Perkins is your hater and the first thing you can do is like a tweet. It's uh, bashing the front office. It is the greatest <laughs> game of all time. That's fantastic. Next next year's game, I want them to give me an option to follow one of my rival teammates' girlfriend on Instagram or something like that. It's like real petty shit like that. Mm-hmm. God, what a game. Alright, I gotta... I gotta find on, some... I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a baseball question for you. I, I so I'm gonna give you such an easy question. Gosh darn it! I um. Let's see, let's see. 
Man, but I, I really, all I want to do, we have got to do a segment one time uh, where you just rank the top 10 most frustrating Browns losses of your life. There is, there's nothing, there's nothing funnier than you talking about how angry the Browns make you. There's a, so we got to do that sometime, but. I did, I um, think that somebody asked me, um, I can't remember when, but it's like, if you had to get rid of, if you could only keep one professional sports team, who would you keep? And I said, the, I said at the time, the Indians, that's still true. I would get rid of the Browns in a heartbeat. Uh, but uh, what, about, what about college? Sean I'm so tired of this Sean Watson stuff already. I'm so over it. Uh, Silver just arrived at the podium for me. Oh, is this the G Leaguer? Yeah. I don't know why kids don't go to the G League more. Because they want people to actually watch their games. Fuck that. Uh, in the G League, you get fine. You can you get paid. You get like professional, like experience carrying yourself as a professional athlete. You can sign endorsements. Well, now you can sign endorsements in college, but at the time you could sign endorsements. And if it doesn't work out. Everyone who plays for the G League Ignite, which uh, this Dyson Daniels kid did, you automatically receive a full scholarship to, I believe, Arizona State for just um, academic purposes as a fallback plan. That's like a hell of a deal. And you're playing against against grown men. You're playing against professional athletes. Like, yeah, if you go to Duke, you're going to play, like, the best teams. But every now and then, you're going to have to – you're going to have to play – Boston College. I think March Madness is what does it for people, though. I think it would be oh, yeah. tough for people to. No, people like, in March. Oh, Nick Stowski is throwing a turnover live on our screen in these G League highlights. Brother, oh, they're showing my uh, can charge or formerly can charge Cleveland charge now. <laughs> Spurs are on the clock. Seeing the Spurs in the lottery is weird. Malachi Branham, I bet. Uh-uh. Oh, that's, that would be such a Spurs pick to piss me off. <laughs> I want the Spurs to die so bad. Might be a Johnny Davis, maybe? If they're thinking of getting rid of Murray. The uh, Junta. Oh, A.J. Griffin's best available, according to Jay Billis. That one buddy from Kansas, I can't pronounce his name. Ochai Igbaji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and name pronunciations do not mix. No, they don't. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I still got to figure out this baseball question. I know. I'm going to. Oh, okay. I got a very specific question. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay, um, there's got to be. In the Mike Pettin era, what was the Browns' largest victory against who, I should say? Yes, in in the Mike Mike Pettin era. I feel like they may have, like, trounced Cincinnati. 
I know they beat them up on Thursday Night Football. It was one of the worst games of all time. There's actually was, a video about it. Was that the wind game? I don't know if it was the wind game. Was that Did Johnny Mansell play that game? I think Johnny Mansell started that game. Do you, do you know what Thursday night game I'm talking about, though, where, like, the wind was so awful? I don't think it was a Browns game. I think I know what you're talking about, though. Remember that Monday night football game, uh, Steelers-Dolphins? When? It was, like, 2006. It was so rainy. Yes, you don't yes. remember that? No, now I do. I was a Steelers fan at the time. Well, That's I, why I, I remember know. it. Well, I didn't know what year you were talking about. I was like, shoot, did we play like last I year? Remember. I just remember it ended three to nothing. Go back and watch the highlights. It's awesome. But um, I got oh, oh, this question. I want to say, not, you know what? Uh, oh, I got to answer your question. I want to say the score was like 13 to 10 or something. Oh. Dolphins rain. Rain game. I thought it was yep. three nothing. Shoot, I thought it was 13. All right, I'm looking up this. I'm looking up this Brown. I'm not looking it up. I'm thinking of this Browns game. Oh, my gosh, dude. They take – I'm watching this video, and there is like a like a two-and-a-half-minute lead-up <laughs> to, to this game. It's it's This video is called – November 26, 2007, Miami Dolphins versus Steelers, the greatest game. And there's whoever made this highlight video felt the need to put in like three minutes of preview content about what was going on. And for whatever reason, they felt the need to include Joe Flacco's only pass as a Pitt Panther, which was intercepted. Aw. He played for Pitt? Yeah, for uh, a year. But um, if I'm. That Cincinnati game sticking out in my head. They won like twenty eight to like maybe like three. So I'll go with that. Uh, you were right. It was three nothing. By the way, um, you are correct. I didn't even realize when I asked you this, but you had two answers. You had either the Bengals or, and I shudder to say this, the Steelers, both of which you beat by twenty one points. I don't remember them beating the Steelers under Patton. Oh, wait, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I remember that game. 31-10. Yeah, I remember Brian Hoyer. It was a home game. I remember it was such a big deal we won that game. Uh, I was that happy about that. I, I was probably very happy. Great. Now, I, I, I better ball out on this question. Let's see. Let's I want to keep this going. That would have been a hard question, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, MLB. MLB.com, because I, I'm having a hard time thinking of a question. I just looked up MLB trivia. Um, they have their own trivia page. It's updated every day with, like, a new trivia question every day. That's interesting. Oh, is it just, like, one question, like a, a question of the day sort of thing? Yeah, it's a question of the day. Like, for example, this won't be your question. On June 21st. Originally signed by the Dodgers in 2015, O'Neill Cruz, who was sent to the Pirates in 17, at the deadline was traded for who? Uh, from the Tony Dodgers. Walker, wow, I uh, I should have gotten that actually. I uh, 
Well, the, if I did, that was going to take me forever. But good, good call stopping me. That would have been a long time. But I probably wouldn't have gotten it anyway. These, these questions are way too hard. It'll be fine. Yeah, these sound like very like everyday MLB network right. watchers should be. By the way, O'Neill Cruz is a watcher. Yes, he is. We are proud to have him. And now, having a six-seven shortstop gets you posted by the MLB social media accounts. Spurs have not picked yet. What are we doing here? Uh, this is just the Kendrick Perkins show. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll get one here. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, uh, oh no, I already asked you that one. What were you going to ask me just for fun? Who are the only two designated hitters to win World Series MVP? Hmm. I love that question. Jeremy Sochan. Oh, it's the blonde guy from Baylor. Oh, yeah. That guy. I didn't know that he was, like, <laughs> NBA good. I cannot come up with a question. God damn it. I was going to ask you who won the 2006 Cy Young, but I feel like that would be too hard. Brandon Webb? Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right, I'm just going to look at a leaderboard here, and we're going to go from that. Oh, gosh. I am toast if that's what we're doing. Gosh darn it. Ooh. Well, Here's a good one. Which of these two players has the most career home runs? Joey Votto or Robinson Cano? Um. Cano played in a Little League field, but. Joey Votto's been better for longer. Is Cano a Hall of Famer? Oh, man. I'm, Wizards. I'm gonna, I'm oh, shout out to Mike Lee. Oh, what is he doing? He better He's not talking be. talking to Jaden Ivey right now. Why on earth does the NBA He's already tampering. Hey, hey, Adam, tampering. Come on now. Why does the NBA insist on giving Spike Lee its time and energy? Because like, Reggie Miller made him, made him a thing. This is yeah. This might all be Reggie Miller's fault. Um, Robinson Cano, he did a few home run derbies. I, Joey Votto feels like he's lasted longer, but I feel like he's more of an average hitter. Uh, Robinson man. Cano had yeah. 335 career home runs. Joey Votto has 335 career home runs. Joey Votto has 336 career home runs. Son of a 
Alright, I lose yet again. I'm on such a cold streak in this trivia, man. This entire Why game not? all started with the, the fallacy. Taking Andre Blatch. Andre Blatch. Here's what, here's what we should do for the future. We each get one niche category that you have to pick from. Uh, how so? What do you mean? So, for example, next week, mine can be the Cleveland Guardians or the Cleveland franchise. You can just pick a question that has to pertain to the Cleveland Indians slash Guardians. Or it could be uh, stat, like college football lead, like something like that. It, it, whatever whatever lane you want, but you get to ask it. You get the – it's – I'm not explaining this well, but you you pick the category and then you have to get the or I pick the category and you get the question. Okay. What you pick that's the category? That's like typical on like trivia shows that each team gets like a niche category that they get to pick. Yeah. All right. I. Uh... That can be like a fourth question, or not? That wouldn't make sense because we need odd questions. Let's Give me the third question. question. Yeah, come up with a, just come up with an Indians or Indians Guardians question. All right, let me uh, see what I can come up with on this. What was Fausto Carmona's real name? Roberto Hernandez. Yes, it was. That was a that was a cheap one. Go that, was a, that was a what is he in front of? But um, no one out pizzas the hot for Little Caesars. Cleveland legend Cy Young. What was Cy all, Young's real first name? Cy Young has a not name that isn't Cy Young or Cy. <laughs> Correct. This could literally be anything. Yeah, this is a dumb question. This isn't even this like a like, name that would know. This could be like something stupid. I have no idea. Denton. Denton? <laughs> Denton True Young. Denton. Good lord. Pick us in for the Wizards? God, I want the Kazakh Malachi brand. I'm so bad. Alright. I am going to try to come up with the most frustrating losses of Notre Dame in my lifetime. Hmm. 2003. USC, the Bush push. Oh my gosh, number one. Oh my gosh, number one. Even when I, I went back and watched the highlights of that game. Man, but, no, no one even remembers. Notre Dame, Brady Quinn put together a fantastic drive to take he the sure lead. Did. And then on fourth and 22. Or maybe it was third and 22, and then they got a few yards, and it was like fourth and 12, something like that. They just, Wizards um, about a pick? It was like fourth and 13 or something like that, but they had them at third and 22, and then they give up 60-something yards. Oh, I remember that, yeah. They should Gosh. Have that. That was, that's brutal. Ooh. Um, uh, uh, let's see who we got here. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. 
First uh, uh, Wisconsin lottery pick since Kaminsky and Sam Decker. Both suck. Yeah. Uh, who could have seen that coming with Frank Kaminsky? Sam Decker, Cleveland Cavalier legend. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. I guess... How much did the ACC championship suck against Clemson? Um, not much because you guys still went to the playoff. But. Yeah, that that's honestly it. I kind of went into that game thinking, okay, Texas A&M is now everyone's favorite team, but they still lost by 28 to Alabama. If they if they played Alabama close earlier in the season, I would have been nervous going into it. But I was kind of like, look, man, we beat them. Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing, but DJ Ukulele still looked good. So it's not like it's not like they're it's not like missing Trevor Lawrence completely ruined the game for them. They were still playing good football, but right. So I, I was kind of like, you know what? I think our resume is good enough. So that was a I certainly didn't feel good, but I I was not very bent out of shape about that game. I was more just resigned to the fact that we were not going to do anything once we actually made it to the playoffs. That was the Knicks most problem. This is where I get nervous because the Knicks like to go with the the foreign players. Malachi Branham seems like a very Knicks pick right here. No, they're gonna go with uh, the French guy. They like they love foreign players. R.J. Barrett included. Yeah. What's the French guy's name? I can't remember his name, honestly. Uh, here comes Nikola Jovic. Nikola Jovic. Jovic. Oh, Uzmane Jang. Uzmane Jang. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer. Oh, my gosh. All these foreign guys are becoming Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Luka Doncic is already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, already. If he retires tomorrow, I... he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Three first-team All-NBAs all before the age of 23 is, like, absurd. It's not Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Fame. That's just absurd, though. Wait, wait did you say first-team? Yeah, three of them. He I think he has three of them. Wow. Yeah, he obviously got it this year. I think he um, got it last year, too. Let me – hold on. I'm pretty sure he's three-time first team. Yeah, he's three-time first team. Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, one of the most frustrating Notre Dame games was a game I have never, ever, ever seen one play of. I was um, – we were on the road – we were on the road somewhere, so we didn't get to watch it. But that Stanford game that knocked us out of the playoffs when they nailed some, like, 50-yard field goal. I watched that game. I remember that. I've never seen a single play of that game. But I was following along on my phone, and I couldn't believe this kid nailed, like, a 50-yarder to end our season. We were were fourth. We were, like, in the playoffs. I remember that because Ohio State needed some help to try and get in the playoffs. They didn't. But Ohio State needed some help, and I was rooting heavy against Notre Dame. Shout out uh, Devin Kajus, Cleveland Browns hard knock legend, made a big play in that game. <laughs> the only uh, reason I know that because Gus Johnson's call, he just said Kajus, and that's all he did, and it was off. Awesome. All right. Worst Notre Dame losses of my life. Um, we can start. I am now in the 2005 season. We have 
the loss against wait what the hell I didn't even we lost at home to Michigan State down by okay what year is this 2005 for the Shillelaghs you lost to Shillelagh okay losing yes okay the USC game 2005 USC, that is on the board. Uh, there is one more game that is going to be added to this list that I, I I can't even speak about. But once we get there, I'm just going to go through the years. I will add the Fiesta Bowl, 2005 Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State just because, uh, that, just because of my geography as I begin <laughs> to listen to this pick. Is it Usmani Zhang? It was. I told you they like they like foreign people. We have a trade. Ooh. The Knicks are trading this pick. So Usmani Zhang will be in Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh my gosh! Please do not tell me that Chet the Thunder. The Thunder will send multiple first round picks to New York, says Adrian Wojnarowski. Multiple. Multiple. Well, the Thunder also have every draft pick for the rest of history, so. Uh, that's right. Okay, uh, so from the 2005 season, as I look through Notre Dame's schedule, and uh, you being the historian that you are as well, uh-huh. I have, and eventually we're going to have to, I can't just list every loss Notre Dame's ever had because that's just completely unreasonable. We'd be here all night. So, exactly. Uh, we might. Uh, so okay. the USC game from 2005, the Bush push, incredibly frustrating. Um, Notre Dame actually, uh, Brady Quinn for once actually looked really good against a really good opponent. He was, he was the OG Ian Book. He looked really good against good to bad opponents, but against great opponents, he looked really bad. And that was what Ian Book did, except for the Clemson game where Ian Book was fantastic. But Brady Quinn led what would have been a game-winning drive and did a fantastic job on that drive. And then USC had a third and 22. They dumped the pass underneath the Reggie Bush. So then it was like fourth and nine or something. And then they throw to Dwayne Jarrett, who couldn't even see that game. He had to get a visor put on his face mask because he got poked in the eye. Uh, Matt Leinart was terrible. Lindale White did nothing. That was Reggie Bush versus an entire team, and Reggie Bush won. Uh, so that's making the list. Also 2005, the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State, just because uh, I whatever the point spread would have been, uh, I promise you I didn't know what it was, and I fully expected Notre Dame to win. I went to school with a bunch of Ohio State fans, and I was livid. Uh, when I had to return, because uh, that was over winter break. Now, tw- 2006 that season. That Ohio State team should have played for a national championship. Yes. Um, they lost to Penn State that year and Texas. They, yeah, that, that's right. Uh, Vince Young came into town. And, uh, yeah. oh, that was, the, that was the quarterback carousel. You guys had, uh, like, Justin Zwick and Troy Smith alternating that game. Yeah, Troy Smith took over after the season, but that team was so good. 
2006, we got pistol whipped by Michigan in week three. Uh, we were – so for a little context, we we came into that season ranked number um, for one game. Um, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. I think academically, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we, we're not an academic school. Uh, no. Uh, Cardell Jones agrees with you. Um, let's see. Marcus Freeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, who, who, so, uh, who wins it? Yep. Um, so, week one of 2006, Notre Dame plays Georgia Tech. Uh, we are ranked second in the country. Georgia Tech is unranked, and we kind of fool around with them and barely squeak out a 14-10 to 10 victory. So now we look like frauds in week one. Week two, we drop to four, and number 19, Penn State, comes to town, and we lay the hammer on them. We win that game 41-17, but we were up 41-3 against a ranked team. The very next mm. week, Michigan blows the doors off of us. We looked so bad. Mario Manningham, I think, had four he, – he had that Randy Moss Thanksgiving game, like four catches for three touchdowns. It, we we just got beat so bad. Like, there, there was one throw. Uh, Mario Manningham ran a chair route, and our defensive back didn't know that he turned it upfield. So literally, as the ball's in the, I can't, I can't even see, I can't even see the coverage because the ball hasn't made it that far yet. And Pat Hayden, who was on uh, color commentary, just goes all oh, wide open, and I, just my, my, and he's like, he's supposed to be a Notre Dame broadcaster. He's doing Ooh, a Notre wow. Dame home broadcast on NBC, and that's what, and we we're just getting clowned by our own broadcast team, um, and. Uh, Go ahead. So the Thunder also had the 12th pick. They were going to pick after the Knicks. They didn't – their 12th pick wasn't a part of its package. So Oklahoma City's making back-to-back picks here. Wow. Okay. We're actually going to know their players next year. Hmm. Eh. You will not get to be watching many Thunder games. Yeah. Um, so that Michigan game was more frustrating than the – well – that Fiesta Bowl was frustrating just because my little heart thought that we actually had a shot. But um, I actually went back oh, and watched that. Was that so fun. Oh, my God. This like... is so funny. Go go for it. They have – so Chet Holmgren's uh, talking to the panel of analysts right now. And they uh, had a picture of him. He was taking a selfie behind, like, some sort of, like, backdrop. And yeah. there's an NBA representative there. Like, no, you got to point it here, like, towards all these sponsors. And he was, like, adjusting where – Chet Holmgren was taking his selfie, so he had all these sponsors in the picture. Well, that's how you make the money. So you Business, baby. Um, Pick us in for the Thunder. After that is Charlotte, and then we got Cleveland. I have no idea. All right, we're moving on to 2007. Um, we were 3-9 and nine that year, so none of oh, – oh, uh, oh, no. Lost I was in. I will throw in one of those. Um, I will add in, actually, the 2007 Air Force game, uh, a game that I went to. We went with family friends because um, I don't know if you're familiar with St. Francis, the Sales High School uh, in yes. the Columbus area. Um, yeah. We had a family friend, uh, 
who went to that high school, uh, who played for Air Force. So we had, uh, and they grew up Notre Dame fans. So it was just like, oh my gosh, he's, he's playing Notre Dame. Just, uh, you know, the two teams that we root for Air Force and Notre Dame and with us being Notre Dame fans, we went to, and um, I was kind of, I, I didn't get it. At the, this is a UC Santa Clara guy. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> one of my friends actually really wanted him to go to the Cavs, but um, that's awesome that he uh, got drafted as high as he did. But my, uh, I was like making fun. I'm like, why are you wearing Air Force stuff? You grew up a Notre Dame fan. I mean, it was, it was his brother who played for Air Force. So I, I didn't really get that at the time, but Air Force beat us by 17 points. And it, it was so bad. Like we left early. We didn't even wait for the end of the game. Um, <laughs> it was, and that, that is not something that I like to, I like to see it through. I'm a, I, I'm there to watch a sporting event. Damn it. Um, uh, moving on 2008. Gosh, I don't need, I don't, none of these stand out on the clock. Gosh, we got shut out by Boston College. We lost to Syracuse. Boston College. Or that, okay. that would have been Matt Ryan, would it not have been? Uh, not in 2008, because I think that he would have already been drafted that year. So I don't even know who that would have been. Um, uh, oh, yes. That 2009 Michigan game where uh, the only play that I remember from this game was – uh, Jimmy Clausen, uh, there was like one second that came off the clock on a touchback kick, and Jimmy Clausen was like all over the ramps, like, no, we need more time, we need more time. And um, then like, <laughs> we, we did nothing. And um, that was, first, the, oh, I just thought of another game. Gosh, the Michigan oh. game at night? Yes. Uh, that was not the game that I was talking about earlier, but that will be one that I I cannot speak about. Um, <laughs> so, just losing to Michigan when we're ranked and they're not is so frustrating. Yeah. Um, I've never had I've never had that happen to me, but Well, uh, we lost the Navy in two thousand nine too. Yeah, it was like the first time in like fifty years. Yeah. Or no, that was uh, the uh, after Brady Quinn left. All right, twenty ten, let's see. This uh well, this may be the one. Uh, I am going to look up the box score of this game to see if I can. Yeah. All right. I refuse to speak anything other than I'll, I'll let you figure out if you can understand why this is one of the most frustrating Notre Dame games ever. 2010 at Michigan State. Oh, the uh, fake. Field goal. I can't. Oh, I can't even listen to you say that. <laughs> I remember. Wa- I remember watching that with my dad. I remember, now I remember that game. What a. Oh my gosh, we lost. Brian Kelly, I cannot believe you lost to Tulsa that year. I cannot believe we lost to Tulsa in 2010. Mm. I'm adding that to the list. Just because that was really embarrassing. <laughs> um, gosh, then we beat USC. Oh, wait a minute. We beat – after we lost to Tulsa, we ended up beating Utah, who was ranked. And we, we like, we beat them 28-3. to I was at that game, actually. All right, 2011. Oh, my gosh, the South Florida game, week one. Are you, 
Dude, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Brian Kelly just lighting a fire on top of Tommy Reese's head. Yeah. Uh, I still see gifts of that on Twitter. Um, okay, I think I found it. Yep, 2011 Michigan, son of a bitch. This is so yeah, frustrating. Okay. I'm just making myself miserable looking at this. Luckily, um, my Ohio State Buckeyes don't lose games they should lose. Or they yeah. should win. <laughs> well, not anymore they don't. Uh, under uh, the previous head coach, they did that plenty of times. Excuse me, the trademarked Ohio State University. Uh, what pompous a-holes. Listen, uh, listen, I will be checking people on that. Unless you have a degree from the trademarked Ohio State University, yeah. you better be saying the Ohio State University. I don't remember this game at all. 14 Notre Dame at 17 Michigan. We lost 41-30 to 2013. Yes. I don't remember that. I don't either. Um, I don't think Michigan was all that great that year. I don't know. Either. All right, 2014. The um, oh my gosh, that Florida State game! Damn it! <laughs> oh, that pass interference they called in the end zone. What a joke! Oh my. Oh, that Arizona State game where we got killed. Fifty. We gave up fifty-five points. To Arizona State, and then we lost to Northwestern. Then it, oh my gosh, we lost to Northwestern, then Louisville, then we beat you, then we beat LSU in a bowl game. A rank for LSU. Ohio State. I've been thinking about it for Ohio State. It's like I think it's a three-way t- or a two-way tie between the number one spot is 2015 Michigan and then uh, 19 against Clemson in the semifinals. 2015 Michigan. Oh, buddy, listen, you, you, we, we have talked extensively about that game. Wait, Zico Michigan Elliott getting Michigan State. Oh, 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 Michigan State. I was about to say, I'm like, I didn't know Michigan even no, they crushed Michigan. No, they crushed Michigan that year. Yeah, and uh, and some white jerseys. Oh yeah. All right, Charlotte's making their pick. Lamella Ball is about to get a new teammate. I hope it's right. Malachi Branham. Oh my gosh, twenty fifteen Clemson, son of a We came back and just that that game was nothing but false hope. And also twenty fifteen Stanford, that's in there too. Jalen Duran. Way to go, buddy. The Hornets are trading this pick to the Pistons. Okay, so they don't need Aiden anymore. I feel like they need to go away with that, where oh. players go out there with the team that drafted them, their hat on, and then they just get traded 10 seconds later. I know, because they look so stupid. I know. Like, yeah. Like De- DeAndre Hawks Hunter legend. wearing a Lakers yeah. hat. Atlanta Hawks yeah. legend Luka Doncic. 100%. And what a bad trade that's in. All right, Cavs. You know what you need to do. I, I bet you they do it. I bet you they do it. Every mock draft I have read says they're going to take Malachi Branham. 
dude, this Jalen Duran guy looks fantastic from these highlights. I like him. Also, I have I have a uh, contender for the most frustrating loss in Notre Dame history right here. Oh. It's 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 in contention. I'm not giving it that title yet. Um, 2016 Texas. Hmm. Texas is back, folks. I have, and I just found another one that may be number one. 2017 oh. Miami, Florida. Oh God, that was brutal. That was so painful. Yeah, that was that was bad. That, that wasn't good. Come on, Cass. Come on. Just that one 29, Man, that, I was so stupid. I, I actually bet on Notre Dame with that 20, 2019 Michigan game in the rain where Michigan Ooh. ran for maybe 700 yards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You, come on, Cass. One time. One time. We're gonna take a center just for fun, just for the hell of it. Okay, the Cincinnati loss, like uh, that was so hard. That's I like that one. I, I enjoyed that one just because I bet Cincinnati spread and money line. I was like ashamed to show my face after that. Okay. <laughs> um, if I had to make a top five out of all of these, still thinking um, Ohio State, obviously the Purdue game, the Iowa game. Yes. Yes. The uh, the Michigan against Texas was annoying because they should have won that game. Where, yeah, because they scored with like eighteen seconds left. Yeah, but what but the, te- but Ohio. I vaguely remember it was fourth and inches. Texas had the ball. They were down, and at first Ohio State stuffed them, and they did the went to replay, and it still looked like he was stuffed, but they gave him the first down. I was so pissed. What about uh, the Michigan State uh, championship game? Oh yeah, that one. That one's bad. They should have played the national. All they had to do was win that game, and they were playing the national championship game. They were playing Florida State. They just in. Malachi, here we come. All right, come on. Twenty ten, Michigan State is up there. 2011 Michigan's up there. 2014 Florida State. 2016 Texas. Gosh, dude, I can't even look at this list anymore. I'm so frustrated already. <laughs> um, man, Ohio State does not. You guys never had a bunch of backbreaking losses when you and I were growing up. Uh, um. Like, obviously, we have Purdue and Iowa and the Michigan State weird – well, I mean, Michigan State made the playoffs that year, so they weren't bad, but that was still – The Jim Trestle year. era, they, they just lost, like, their bowl game. They would always lose their bowl game. Uh, or, like, the biggest you, game that was in Michigan. You beat Ryan Mallett. Yes, we did. Man, Ryan Mallett should have been game. the best quarterback ever. Let's just announce the pick. Come on. Come on, Malika. Throw it to Adam. Yeah. Come on. I need Malachi Branham. 
Jay Billis doesn't expect them to take a big guy here. Thanks for that. Do you guys need? Do you guys really need another guard? Just take AJ Griffin and be happy. They need a score. They need like a solid somebody who would probably come off the. Or, yeah, probably somebody who would come off the bench. All right, Silver. So a, a bench no, score. I won't react. I won't react. All right. Um, I mean, if you guys need shooting, you can get Ochai Agbaji. He's a shooter. Let's uh, – all right. Uh, Silver just put the card down on the podium. So I'm a little bit behind. Let's see. Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. Come on, I want to tell a guy Branham so bad. It's, it's not about good. Oh, like, I like I, this kid. I like him a lot. Oh, because he's a St. Vincent, St. Mary's guy? No, I like this Kansas kid. Oh, oh, oh. I think he's a bigger guard, too. He, uh, he's a four-year college guy. Oh, hey, look, it's Bill Self showing himself on camera. He, you. Yeah, now yeah, that, he's a 6'5 uh, guard. Get ready for a lot of three. Old, though. I don't, I, I don't know, Get man. ready for a lot of uh, three pointers coming out of him. This is telling me that Colin Sexton is out the door. I don't think you'd mind that either. No, like Colin Sexton's a good player, good scorer. He's just he's going to get max money, and I don't want the Cavs to give him max money. God damn it! I wanted Malachi Branham so bad. Can Mal- is Malachi a good shooter? Yeah, he's a great shooter. Or not a great, he's a great, he's a good uh, playmaker. He can shoot from any, he, he, he gets his own shot. He can get a shot from anywhere. Ochai won a championship, though. He sure did. He, you're getting some winning pedigree. Average 18.8 points per game. Big 12 player of the year and final four most outstanding player. Yeah. Shot 41% from three this season. Pretty damn good. Yes. He sure. Now, hold did. on a minute here. Malachi Brandon might be a bum compared to this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what. I, that's my take. <laughs> you sound like those guys where, uh, oh my gosh, you know, Brandon Ennis is going to be the greatest receiver ever. He just committed to my school. Oh, he decommitted. Uh, he was going to be a bust anyway. It's okay. Let's tweet something here. <laughs> I can't think of what tweet. I want to hear your live tweet. I don't know what to tweet. Oh, baby, the Knicks are sending Kemba Walker and Rook and Jalen Durden to the Detroit Pistons for the 2025 first-round pick that was acquired yesterday for Jeremiah Grant. Kemba Walker in the Motor City. So they got Kemba Walker, Jaden Ivey, and Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Wow. So, don't, don't mind if, if I they get DeAndre Ayton, they may have a solid team. Well, they, they need some, like, tweeners. They can't just have all guards and all big men. It's important when your players can just all make all the shots. I agree. When you put it like that, it makes sense to me. When I'm running, when I'm coaching an NBA team, all my players are going to be six five. You know what? Good strategy. We're just going to run them off the court. 
show show showtime. Shout out Jack McKinney. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you watch the Lakers HBO thing? Winning time. Uh, no, I did not. But I heard everybody looked awful. They made Jerry West's character is so funny, just because Jerry West was known as a hothead, and obviously, since it's TV, they over dramatize it. So they made him a complete rageaholic, and it's so funny. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't look great either. No, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar looks fine. I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was like, eh, it's not really what I was like, but it's kind of like what I was like. Because they made him look like a dick a little bit, but he kind of came around at the end. But and I there loved Pat was... Riley in that series. I loved his character. Adrian Brody played him. He was so... I he made, They could just do, for season two, it could just be all about Pat Riley, which it will be because he eventually becomes the head coach. Oh, it's like a full series. Yeah, it start so it started with uh, Bus drafting or uh, Jerry Bus buying the team and then drafting Magic, and then they hired because Jerry West stepped down that year. They hired Jack McKinney. Jack McKinney almost died in the middle of the season, and then Paul West had the his assistant coach and Pat Riley became Paul Westhead's assistant. And then there was, like, this big tension because McKinney was trying to come back and Pat Riley was, like, try, like forcing his way into it. Like, like no, this is my job now. And then they went with West Ham and uh, Pat Riley. Isn't Jerry West suing over this? I think, he tr- I think he's saying he's trying to, but then he fails to realize that he's, he's very much doesn't have a case. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Because it says it's dramatized. Well, if they have that little precursor or disclaimer, whatever you want to say. Yeah. This is uh, dramatized, so we can make you look any way we want. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Well, you're just out of luck, Jerry. Sorry, pal. Sorry, Jerry. All right, the Hornets drafting again? Oh, yeah. Who did they pick here? Who is that? Who is you? Mark Williams. I think he's going to be good. I think so. I think all the players are going to be good. But LeBron's building that roster. Uh-huh. And whoever the coach is now that Kenny Atkinson backed out. Oh, yeah. What a quitter. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I think I'd rather just kind of ride the Golden State Warriors coattails for a little longer, too. He's probably going to take over for Golden State when Steve Kerr leaves. Hmm. I, I feel like uh, that's the smartest thing to do with the dynasty. You just kind of had a, a long-term assistant coach, and then when the dynasty kind of dies down, you just keep it assistant coach because he knows the culture and he knows what he got to do. Yeah, and also I think it's smart for uh, for people to retire whenever their dynasty is about to end. Like, uh, Cats like, did that in a way. They just kind of politely told David Blatt that his time was done after a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they do with the dynasty. They fired David Blatt when the Cavs had the best record in the East. Weren't they like 31 and 10? Yeah, David Blatt was supposed to coach the All-Star game. <laughs> Tyler just did it. Man, that made me so mad. 
Because uh, that was just the peak of Le- LeBron dictating everything around him. Listen, it worked. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Ty Lue is definitely the reason. I, uh, they, I didn't like – when David Blatt was a coach, it, it didn't look right. Oh, what does that mean? It just didn't look right. It just – like when he, his first year there, he, they struggled in the first half. And then they made a bunch of trades and they got better. So I think, I think LeBron just kind of took over. He's like, nah, I'm the coach. And they then, are so cheesy for doing this WNBA comparison to his sister. I, I, they thought they were such geniuses for coming up with this. I promise you. I hope the Cavs trade back in the first round and draft Malachi Branham. That's that's the goal now. Uh, I just saw Blake Wesley's name and now I'm triggered. Oh what baby, our name decision. legend. What a stupid decision. They go to the draft? Yeah, man. He can't shoot. Like, he's going to be Scotty Pippen light and with no jump shot. And he played played his worst basketball in the ACC tournament and in the NCAA tournament. That is not a recipe for success. He is going to get chewed up and spit out of this league in quick fashion. Gosh, talking bad about one of your own, one of, one of the Irish. Well, look, man, I talk bad about Ohio State a lot. You set a good example because you also talk badly about Ohio State a lot. So I, uh, I got, I got to follow suit. I got to be honest. He, uh, he did not make a good decision with that. He is not prepared, in my opinion. <laughs> Sending a message to my friends, my friend. Whenever one of one of the Cleveland teams does something really good all my friends ask me what like what do we think here because yeah. um, he scored a bunch of guys that explain how this guy's gonna be a hall of famer uh-huh yeah you make the case a shooter and this kind of tells me that sexton is out of here out of here Sexton out of here. My life, my dream of two years ago, get Sexton out of here. Well, Garland turned out to be way better, so you're fine. Significantly better. You have a guy. That's all you need. You don't need... You didn't need him both. You just needed one. Really? Evan Mobley's pretty good. Jared Allen's really good. Kevin Love actually likes playing basketball again. Oh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love was really good off the bench last year. All right. Like he came in third. Wow, I didn't realize he was that good. Let's see who the Hawks pick here and we can get out of here. Who are we taking, Adam? Another Duke guy. Is it A.J. Griffin? Yup. Malachi Brandon might slip to the second round. Past second round pick. People aren't talking about it. Yeah, no. Jeez, they just showed A.J. Griffin's face. He looks old. Oh, yeah. Wow, 
father played in the NBA. He idolizes Jimmy Butler. That's a bad sign. My first yeah. negative. Oh, Shot yeah. 25% from three. Oh my gosh! Idolizing Jimmy Butler, he's gonna he's gonna race yeah. some hell in that locker room. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna show up and he's gonna challenge them to a game, and then they're gonna trade him. And I was kind of hoping Kyrie Irving did something awesome during this draft. I, I was hoping he'd be like, "Yeah, I want to go play for the Sacramento Kings." Say like, okay, because he is a free agent. I think. Who? Who's a free Kyrie agent? Irving. Kyrie Irving. Is uh is Kevin Durant going to get traded? By the way, I think there's a report that came out today that Kevin Durant has no intentions of asking for a trade, no matter what Kyrie Irving does. Huh? Because if they trade him, then is this the the Ben Simmons show? Is that who we're left with? I saw a funny tweet that um. Yeah, uh, it was the the caption was if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving leave the Nets, and it was that, and then it was Ben Simmons, and then it was that video of Mike Tyson. I broke my back, spinal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Then he's gonna. Then he's gonna request a trade before ever playing a minute. <laughs> that would be awesome. I love the NBA now that just nobody wants to play where they are. That's exactly what's going on. That's the we worst got, part because, like, what's going to – I I can just envision Darius Garland in two years. Yeah, I want to go play for the Knicks. Get me out of here. That would suck for you. That would, but I think Garland's, like, pretty – they're working hard on getting him extended already. Darius hmm. Garland contracts. Garland is eligible for a five-year, $181.5 million max extension in July. The money wouldn't kick in until 23 hmm. The uh, So does Zion hate his team or what? Nah, he's in shape now. Oh, I saw a picture of him with some uh, oh, yeah. street ballers. Oh, yeah. Come on. He's in shape. He's going to give you – he's going to get the – the the Pelicans uh, a solid fifty games this year. That's right. You know what's going Exactly what's going to happen is he's not going to play back to backs for a while, and then any all first take or undisputed are going to talk about is is can Zion actually play in the NBA? Did you hear how much uh, how much money Chris Russo gets doing the first take thing? Oh. $10,000 per appearance. Wow. I mean, hey, Chris Russo puts asses in seats for the Rockets. That, yeah, that's, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. My guy. Oh, that's just a replay of Paolo getting picked. Or not Paolo, uh, Jabari Smith. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, Jabari Smith is acting like he's never seen his footage before. Oh, my gosh. No, I haven't seen this. What a horrible hug. He's like huh. trying to get out of that hug so quickly. Bro, 
friends are asking me opinions about the Pistons. Uh, gonna be good. Gonna be good. Yeah. That's all they need. All right. I'm over you ready to head out of here? I got to watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got yourself a deal. All right. Uh, we will it's an be hour back. and a half long. That, well, you know what? Go for it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, maybe I'll actually remember that trivia exists. And then once we're playing, maybe I'll actually win. It hasn't happened in quite a while. So we're going to bust up out of here. I'm going to watch at least the rest of the first round. I'm sure we'll be texting back and forth when the Buckeyes get drafted. Uh, so, uh, we'll, yep, we will, uh, check back in with you guys next week where we'll have all the hot takes about who's a hall of famer and, uh, who's going to be in the G league in two years. All right. Oh, wow. So see, see you guys later. Peace.